This episode of For the Love with Jen Hatmaker is brought to you by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. They can be big, difficult, even scary life things, and also small inconveniences that add up day after day. The thing is, when we keep them all bottled up on the inside and just try to grin and bear it, it can start to affect us and the people around us negatively. We may even isolate ourselves, which makes it even worse. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. This was the case for me when I was at the highest stress level in my life, where the stress was even having physical consequences for me. Therapy was a huge part of my healing journey to learn how to manage the stress. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash for the love today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash for the love. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, whiter looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. You guys, I use these every single day. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it is so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb. So whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. And when you try it, you'll see that it is what your eyes have been looking for. So check out lumifyeyes.com to learn more. I am a pie baker from Colorado. You know, I'm a girl pulling up late to pick up no makeup. Like, oh, you know, did I forget his coat? I'm sorry. You know, like, you know, I'm just a normal person doing their best every single day. And the fact that my little love talent has been noticed and seen and speaks to so many different people, I'm honestly still confused. Like, I'm still trying to, like, embrace that. Hey everybody, Jen Hatmaker here, your host of the For the Love podcast. Welcome to the show and welcome back to our series called For the Love of Favorite Pastimes. We just wanted to do this. We've actually been talking about this series for over a year. I am drawn to creative people. I am drawn to people who innovate art and content and products and design and music and carve out these like lovely places in their lives where they feel energized and inspired and are making beautiful and interesting things for the world. I have always been inspired by that. And I'm like, let's gather like a bunch of people who really steered into their pastime, into their hobby, into their creative outlet. And I am just loving this entire series. I feel inspired by our guests in it. Now, as many of you know, my love for nerding out over good books and stories is so deep and ingrained in who I am. I created my own book club 
I have the Jen Hatmaker book club because I just wanted that to be just a part of my community where we could gather around a pastime that we loved, which is reading. It brings me so much joy to interact literally with the thousands of women who value books as much as I do. And so this particular portion of what I love to do, reading, is kind of the front door to what brought me into today's guest. We're going to explore this incredibly interesting and innovative intersection of two creative outlets with the absolutely amazing Stephanie Hawker-Smith, who's on today. She is the creator of the book pie. Okay. I don't even know what to say. I can't explain what she does enough. She's been featured on GMA, Better Homes and Gardens. She was just on the Today Show. So here's what Stephanie did. This is what she invented. She's known for her incredible pies, each of which feature some sort of iteration or interpretation of a book cover on the top a book that she loves, a book that she was reading, a book that has a gorgeous like design. And so she just combined two of her favorite passions, reading and baking. And she's like, something in here, I'm just going to make a connection. And she found the most incredible creative niche. So because of what she does, okay, I said this in the middle of the interview, but I'm going to say it right now too. Just, I want to save you some time. Right this very second, Before you get into this interview, I want you to pause this episode and I want you to go to Instagram and I want you to look Stephanie up and follow her. Her Instagram account is called Pie Lady Books. Like I need you to look at what I'm talking about or you're just going to be like, I don't really get what you're saying. I need you to go look and see. Like this is bananas what she does. And so it's so artistic and beautiful and creative. And I just am shook by her talent. And so because of her incredible gift here at this like invented genre, she gained a pretty quick following. Her following is growing and growing and growing because people are in awe of what she's making. Y'all remember my friend Glennon, Glennon Doyle's beautiful book, Untamed. I don't know if you can remember the cover, but it was really artistic. And so Stephanie created a pie out of it that I just cannot quit staring at. Like I'm looking at it right this second on my phone. It's just over the top. And we had recently Morgan Harper Nichols in on our Faith Shaker series. And you guessed it, her book, All Along You Were Blooming, Stephanie made into a flowery pink and blue masterpiece. In book club, we read Elizabeth Acevedo's Clap When You Land. And Stephanie turned one of her other works called With the Fire on High into the jazziest little pie you ever did see. She's done classics. She's done recent bestsellers. She's done pies for some of our incredible podcast guests like Austin Channing Brown and some who we have upcoming in the Jen Hatmaker Book Club. I'm just tickled by her and for her. I'm so thrilled that she just decided to make time for this. So we're going to talk in this episode about how she got started and why, what it has meant to her, and what she has to say to every budding creative out there who loves 
what it is you put your hand to and has a vision for what it might be able to be, whether that ends up being some sort of job or commercial success, or whether it's just for the love of it. And either way, it's worth it. It's worth your time. It's worth your investment and it's worth your attention. And she is absolutely delightful. You are going to love her. You are 100% going to go follow her on Instagram. And I am so pleased to have her in this really fun series. So you guys welcome in the absolutely incredible Stephanie Hawkersmith. Stephanie, I am so excited to meet you and I'm so happy you're on the show. And this is going to be the cutest and the most fun conversation. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Okay. So you just occupy your own little zip code in the universe. You created (laughs) it and you filled it and it's your deal and it's your space. And I am so excited to talk to you about it. So look, I've already filled my listeners in a little bit about how it is that you're showing up in the world in your like creative and interesting way. But let's just go a little deeper here. So first of all, can you just, before we dive into that, can you just tell my listeners where you are, who's your people, your family, where are you at? Where'd you grow up? All that. Just give us like that. This is who I am in the world. And then we're going to get into this cool thing that you're doing. Okay. Awesome. Yes, I am a stay-at-home mom of two boys. I have a almost eight-year-old and a five-year-old and they are just pure magic. And I live in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And I just have been baking pies out of my kitchen for like 15 years. And I'm just really blessed with an amazing group of friends. My husband is an electrical project manager and we've been married for about 15 years. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's basically it. Just doing daily life with my, my little guys. They are everything to me. Oh yeah. And five and eight, you're busy. Those are busy busy boy age. It only gets better what you're saying right now. Cause then you watch them really like grow into themselves with bigger ideas and more mature thoughts. And it's just, Oh, it gets better and better, better. Don't listen to what anybody tells you. Like these are the glory days and they only go downhill from here. It is not true. It is not true. No, that's so good to know. Cause I've been grieving the, uh, each year they age. I'm like, Oh, you're getting, Oh no, get excited. Good. And young adults are so much fun. Okay. Back to you. So you like to bake, you like dessert. You're like, did you grow up doing this? Why do you know how to bake pies? First of all, like, why is this your thing? Why are you good at this? I've been baking since I was like five and made like cookies, cupcakes, that kind of thing. I got really, really sick about 15 years ago with a neurological, it was actually celiac disease, a severe allergy to gluten, but it affected me neurologically. So I was in a wheelchair, could barely walk or talk, just so sick. Once we found out what it was, so thankful it was a somewhat easy answer. It changed my whole baking world. You know, it's like, how do I bake gluten-free? This is what I do to, to be, you know, relax. And it's a huge part of me. My husband really loved pies. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to try to really master a yummy gluten-free pie. And I just researched and researched and researched. And it kind of kept me like alive in a lot of ways. You know, as you're healing and your body's getting stronger, I had this project to work on. And so I started making these pies and I wanted to make really beautiful pies. I had zero artistic ability. I had never been artistically gifted. That was my mom. Surprised to hear that. But I just really wanted to make beautiful pies and I took a lot of pride in that. So I ended up being able to create 
this really delicious, beautiful gluten-free pie. And I was, it was like something I was so proud of, you know? Of course. And then along the lines, you know, about three years ago, I had always been a massive reader as well. And those, I would say the two things that kind of kept me going were the baking and the reading. I looked at a book one day and I was like, I would really love to turn that into a pie. I just think that'd be really cool. And and then I just started and and then it morphed into this really cool thing. I just would never in a million years have guessed for me. And it's just such a gift. I'm so grateful for it. Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Guys, it's already allergy season in Texas. My yard is in full bloom and all the things are in the air. So I decided allergies will not win this year. So I tried Astapro. It has improved my nasal allergy symptoms and it's faster, bro. Astapro is a first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. So get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go, you guys, today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O-allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. Did you know more than 75% of Americans experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% seek out a solution for that pain? Your feet don't have to hurt. So let me tell you about Superfeet. Superfeet has a wide range of insoles for every activity, every shoe, and every foot, from cushioned and flexible to firm and supportive. You can dial in your fit by taking their quick quiz online. Answer just a few short questions and Superfeet will recommend the best insole choice for you. Foot biomechanics may be complex, but solving foot pain should be simple. So when you add the signature orthotic shape of Superfeet insoles to your shoes, you give your feet comfort and support where they need it most, helping redistribute forces to reduce stress and strain on your entire body, not just your feet. When your feet feel good, so do you. Your foot health is an important part of your overall well-being. Visit superfeet.com and enter the promo code FTL at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. So, okay. If you're listening to this right now, I just need you to pause. I want you to pause the episode really quickly. And I just want you to jog over really quick to Instagram. And I want you to look up Stephanie's account so that for the rest of this interview, you can get a feel for what it is we were talking about. So her account over on Instagram is Pie Lady Books. And like, you're not ready, listener. Like, you're not ready. I don't know what it is you're thinking, but I'm just telling you, you're not ready. And so do a quick pause and go look because you're going to be like, what the just even hearing you just now say that you weren't really artistic. I'm like, what? Yes. You, I don't know how you got from zero to hero here, but you did. <laughs> Thank so, you. Okay. So what was your very first one? Do you remember? Yes. It was the smallest part by Amy Harmon. I love her books. She's published through Lake union, but her books don't get the recognition they deserve. Anyway, I could go on and on, but they're, her books are phenomenal. And it was called the smallest part. And it had like three cut out paper, like 
you know, paper figures like on the front. And I was like, I just kind of want to make this. So it was, it was very rough. It was, I actually kind of want to redo it for like the anniversary of that post. Cause I didn't even have an exacto knife. I was like just working with what I had and I was like, I'm just going to do this. And it took forever, but it just lit a fire and it, and it became so excited. And then a friend of mine actually introduced me to the fact that food coloring can be absorbed so well into Pido. I mean, who would have thought like, I just, and not never, me. No. And so you see these cake artists doing all these amazing things with fondant. And I looked at them and I was like, well, I mean, I'm going to do that with pie dough because why not? And it's a little tricky because of gluten-free dough, you don't have the elasticity that normal dough does. So I've had to spend a lot of time working with that, but it's been so fun. It's just been such a fun project. Okay. Two questions. Yes. Number one, when was that first one? I want to kind of I want to see your time frame here because you've you're a master now at what oh, you do. So you. I, like how just tell me real quick, when was that? I think it was May or April of 2018. Oh, okay. So you've learned a lot in a short amount of time. Yeah. How did you learn this? Like I want a granular answer here because I mean, you just said I didn't know food coloring could be absorbed. I mean, yeah. you started from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So what you create now is so elaborate and it's, it looks like impossible. And I don't know how you do it. Like, did you go to the internet? Did you learn on YouTube? Did somebody teach you? Uh, How did you learn how to do this? I just kind of started experimenting and I found out that I had a knack for color theory. I had no idea. I mean, who would have guessed? So I can look at a color on a pie and that's one of my favorite parts is being like, okay, this is the base note. I need to add a little of this, little of this, little of this to perfectly match this color. And I played around with it a lot. And then I just started, like, I went on Amazon and just looked up, like, impression mats. That's one of my favorite tools to use. Anything people use for cake decorating and fondant, silicon molds, cookie cutters, pie punches, whatever. And then I was like, I'm going to try to utilize these. And then I quickly figured out what I do better freehand and then what works better with a mold and which molds will work, which ones won't. But I'm constantly still looking. I'm always searching for new techniques. I watch like the cake decorating shows for techniques on what to do with my pies, I guess. And it doesn't always translate, obviously, because they are very different fondant and pie dough. But it's been fun to see, like to push the boundaries a little bit and to kind of see what I can create with them. And it's just been fun. So I don't really have like a great clear answer, except for the fact that I just started experimenting and I just kind of dove in and I looked at a cover and was like, what do I want to do with this? How do I want to create this? So yeah, it's interesting to look at your work because you don't necessarily have like a a style template that you just apply to all the different books. Some of them are impressionist. Some of them are art deco. Some of them are real interpretive. Some of them are on the nose. Like you're creative. Like you're really creative in your interpretation of a book cover. It's wild to look at. Like I know I've got my phone right in my hand because I just keep staring at your account. I'm just like, (laughs) I was going through it this morning, just picking out my favorites. Oh, Um, They're just beautiful. The one that you did for Glennon's book is like, I don't even know what to say. That's probably my favorite. If someone was to ask me what my favorite pie was, it would probably be that one. I love that one. It took me 15 hours to figure out what I wanted to do with that design because the first several tries, it looked like a child's finger painting because it's really hard to mimic the flow and movement of liquid paint that you capture on a photograph on a book on a very, you know, kind of solid, stable piece of pie dough. And so I just kind of went with what I felt and, and, and that's what came out. You had to have stood back and looked at that and been like, nailed it. 
I was like, there she is. It took me forever. I mean, I may have cried once or twice. I really loved that book and I wanted to do it justice. And it's like, you know, when my mom always says, I can tell you really loved that book because of the pie you created, because like I pour my heart into it. And then it's like, I want this to reflect this book because that's basically why I do what I do. So people see my pie and I think I need to read that book because that looks awesome. And so you know, that was a really big deal to me. So I, I just tried and tried and tried. And then I finally got there. I was like, there we go. Got it. There she is. Yep. That's the next round of questions I want to ask yeah. you about, except I want to tell you that one of the pies that I just couldn't quit looking at is the one that you did for the lighthouse. Oh yeah. It's so beautiful. It's Thank dark you. and moody and Thank like you. the blacky blue leaves all around Thank that. You. It's very moody. Like and I haven't read this book, but I'm looking at the cover going, oh, I think you yeah. captured the mood of this Thank you. book. So, okay, let's talk about that because yeah. uh, I have questions around this because you have, you're like, you know what? Nobody tells me what to do. I'm going to take two of my favorite things, reading and baking. I'm going to combine them. And that's just going to be a thing I do. I make a new category. And so can you talk about your process for even choosing which book covers to recreate? Like, do you, do you only create pies for books you have read? Is it only for favorite books or is sometimes the cover, the inspiration, even if the book is medium, like you're like, the book is okay, but look at this cover. I'm just, what does this look like for you? It's kind of all, all of the above. Honestly, I typically tend to only post books that I have read because I want to, you know, make sure that I'm giving them like my seal of approval. Like I really love this. But I sometimes I am just so drawn in by a cover. I think I have to recreate this and I'll read you later. But most of the time I have read them and I, you know, want to pour my love for the book into the pie that I'm creating. It's kind of a a different process. I actually have just recently started a business where I now take commissions for authors to help them in their marketing by creating pies for their books. So that's kind of a new wave of what I'm doing as well, which is so fun. It's like my absolute passion because I am such a book pusher. I'm just like, please read these, all these books. So if I can help in their marketing campaigns for their, to get their books out in the world, their book babies, you know, they pour their heart and soul into them. It's so usually it's, it, it is, it's books that I, I'm really moved by or feel, you know, like this world needs this book. And then sometimes it is just like, hey, everybody look at this cover. I mean, the cover designers are killing it. Like it is just insane. They give me so much to work with. So Uh So besides like Glennon's book, which we just talked about, do you have another couple of favorites where you were just like, I loved this project. This one, I loved the final result. I loved what it looked like. I love the color, whatever it is. Yeah. Let's see. I did recently one called All the Blues Come Through. And I believe that was for like an indie author. I loved her. And that was a really fun project. I loved that pie. Oh, yeah. It's so gorgeous. Look at the synergy between the cover and what you created. This is when you say you have a knack for color theory. I see what you're saying. There's a million shades of greens, blues, and navies. And you have the exact ones. So, yeah, this is so. What was the other one you said? I loved doing black cake. That was a more recent one as well. That one took forever, but was so fun to try to recreate. One that's not as recent, but the girl with the louding voice, I loved doing that pie. That was a really, really, I loved that book so much that I I loved doing that pie. Oh, look at me. I'm just lost. I'm lost (laughs) in your Instagram feed. I'm just, it just doesn't end. Okay. Let me ask you another technical question. 
Oh, this one's so pretty. The most fun we ever had with those gorgeous leaves. Yes. I love okay. that one. Oh, these are so beautiful. How long did these take? Like, cause this is all time sensitive work. You know, you can't start it and finish it three days from then. Right. I don't know. I don't no, know. How to you make can't. Is that because, yes. well, and it's tricky. Cause I think with like cakes and fondant, you kind of can, but the colors change, they morph the longer they sit. And so it's something that I don't want to give them too much time. So it's usually about five hours from start to finish of the design. Sometimes it's longer. If I can't really nail down what I want to do ahead of time, that takes the longest. That's like the hardest part. So sometimes I start and I'm like, what am I doing here? This is no, no, thank you. So and sometimes you start with a really clear, I've storyboarded this. This is what mm-hmm. it's going to look at. And sometimes yeah. you're like, let's just see what happens. Exactly. Yeah. Most of the time it's, let's see what happens. I can't draw. I, I just can't. So I, I'm not able to like sketch my designs ahead of time. It's all just kind of in my head. Like, where do I want to go with this? Is this working? Are these colors working? And so that's kind of the fun of it is like, I'm not even quite sure who's going to, what's going to come out when, when I'm done. I'm like, oh, there, there it is. So oh my gosh, I love this so much. I am solidly on record as being such a fan of creatives, just creative people in general. Yes, you are. You are. Particularly when you're innovating something and particularly when you're in a space way outside of what I do, because I'm just so interested. Like, how do you know how to make a leaf? Like, how did you learn how to do this? It just is so over the top to me. It's so incredible what you have figured out how to do. I just, I'm I'm so fascinated with it. So I want to ask you this because you're a creative Again, you just sort of made something up. And so I think for a lot of people, it can be really difficult to discover their own creative niche. Like, and I wish people would give the the energy and the attention that this deserves because it's such an outlet. I like how you tied it into part of your healing process at the beginning of it. Like, this was you reach for the two things giving you like comfort and joy, books and baking. And you're like, look, I'm going to give energy to this because it's, it's transformative for my own self. I don't even know if anybody's, you probably had no idea where all this was going, but what advice would you give to people looking to find an outlet for their own creativity? And I'd love to hear you talk about the impact that it had on your mental and emotional and really even physical health, frankly. And if you could also address this unspoken or spoken really objection, which is this feels selfish, right? Like I have so many other things to do. I have a job or whatever. And like, I don't deserve the time to give to something that I just, for the joy of it, for the love of it, for the creativity of it. I really just asked you six questions. Why don't you just, why don't you just jump in? Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess first I would say for anyone looking to find their creative niche, I would say to just start, start something, find something that gives you a spark. My friend is this amazing singer. She's like, I don't know what to do. I'm in such a rut. And I was like, what if you just went to a different karaoke bar every night, totally anonymous, sang your heart out and then just like left. I was like, what if you just started there? You know, like it could be anything. It can be like a walk in the woods. It could be just taking pictures with your phone. It could be coloring with, with colored pencils, whatever it is, dancing, whatever. I just say, I just say, start, start with something that already speaks to you, that you love. And, and then just sit back and watch where it goes because I could have never predicted that this is, sometimes I just, I look at my husband and I'm like, 
I'm a pie artist. Who would have thought that? I can't even draw stick figures. Like this is crazy. But I found my medium and I just kind of stumbled into it and it was just such a gift. And so I would just say the key is starting and and that kind of parallels with what you said about making the time for it because we do live in such a culture that's like, especially as women, I think we have a really hard time saying no to even our kids when we want to pursue a creative endeavor. But one of the things I have realized, because I kind of took some time off the last couple of years, you know, COVID just hit all of us. Life was hard and, you know, just took some time and, and it affected me so greatly. I felt like there was this piece of me missing and I wasn't the best wife or mom or friend I could be because it wasn't me, you know? And so I sat down and I was like, I am setting aside before it was even my like job. I, I was like, I'm setting aside this time each day or this time each week to pursue this and no one bother me. Like just no one, no one bother. This is my time. And so I was, became very protective of that. And I really tried to, you know, the mom guilt, it comes in and they, they want to be there and and you love them. But I, I told myself, you know what, they, I am present with them. The other 17 million hours of the day, you know, and this is time I need to be who I am because I believe deeply that God is a very creative God and that he has made us all with beautiful creativity inside of us. And it comes out different ways. My dad's an electrical engineer. He designs code and computer chips that can come out anyway. Good. But I believe it's so deeply ingrained in who we are as people that to hide that or suffocate that is almost just really doing yourself a disservice and it's hurting a piece of you. And so I I would say it's the opposite of selfish. It is life-giving. It is good. It is self-care. It is saying, I am a valuable, unique human being and this is how I'm choosing to express this. And it can change. That's the best part. It could go from reading, you know, out loud at book club one month and then painting the next month. It could be anything, but you're, you're seeing a piece of you that has nothing to do with cooking or cleaning or errands or your job or whatever else you're doing in the world. There's just this little bit that's like, this is me. This is who I am. This is what I do. And it's exciting to see magic in yourself, you know, like to see yourself as something magical. I have a really hard time embracing that, but this has helped me be like, oh, this is who I am. And I like that. I love that, you know? Mm, So I would say it's crucial. It's absolutely crucial because the seasons I have put it aside have affected me in negative ways. And it has saved my life countless times and just, I am abundantly grateful for it. I am abundantly grateful. It is the most weird little niche I could have ever imagined. I never expected it. And that's what, that's, if I could say that to anybody, it's, I went from, you know, being in a wheelchair 15 years ago to the Today Show last week. So you just never know where your journey's going to go. Don't give up and keep fighting for that magical part of you that, that makes you feel alive because, you know, it's just, it's, it's crucial to who we are and, and allows us to pour out into others. In, in such big ways. So totally. soapbox. Here, there here. you go. No, it's mine too. <laughs> I bang this drum all the time. Yes. And I would add to it to the creators and the makers and the dreamers out there sitting on their hands that don't let a fear of failure be the thing that keeps you out. That's no, crazy. Absolutely let not. me just clear it up. You will fail. You at, will fail. You will. Absolutely. You will just fail yep. your way through learning. And that's Absolutely. normal. And our nor apply too much pressure 
on your creativity to become whatever. Maybe this will become your work. Maybe it won't. Maybe it'll have commercial success. Maybe it won't. Yeah. And the point is to do it. Even if I had never been recognized, I think I would still have the the most massive love for this project. Even if I was just doing this in my home, to be able to look at something and say, look what I made. I did that. You know, and feel that pride in yourself and the excitement of starting out with a vision and then making it happen is so life-affirming. No matter what it is, even if it's just something you keep to yourself forever, it's so powerful. That's right. And frankly, it's low risk, you guys. It really is. You start somewhere and you learn and you get better and you grow and you evolve. And it's a pretty low risk endeavor, to be honest. And so I love this. Gosh, I'm hoping that as somebody is listening today, they're catching a little fire. Yes, me too. Just catch a little fire, just do something, just start somewhere, even whatever small. Now, I want to go back to something you just said, because as it turns out, and not that you expected it or that you steered the ship into these waters, but you have had wild success around your weird little niche in the world. And so congratulations on being featured on Good Morning America and Better Homes and Gardens. and, And you've got Reese and you've got, you've got the Today Show, like, I just want to hear you talk about what this has been like to experience such a strong response to your work. What's that experience been like? And has it been exciting? And what do you see next as possibility? Okay. I mean, it has been mind blowing. Like I I am a pie baker from Colorado. Never in a million years did I think I was going to be you know, I'm a girl pulling up late to pick up no makeup, like, oh, you know, did I forget his coat? I'm sorry. You know, like, you know, I'm just a normal person doing their best every single day. And the fact that I, my little love talent has been noticed and seen and speaks to so many different people. I'm honestly still confused. Like <laughs> I'm still totally. trying to like, like embrace that. Cause I'm like, but why, you know, there's definitely some massive imposter syndrome that I am battling because it is such a crazy world. And I never, I mean, to even be able to talk to you, I mean, I have just, you have been such an inspiration and mentor of mine for all these years. And so I'm like, it's just, it's a gift. I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful. Mm-hmm. I have no idea because there's so many massively talented people out there that don't always get noticed, you know? And so it's, I don't really know why I was, but I am deeply grateful for it. I'm grateful if I can, you know, spread a spark and spread even a message of don't give up because you just never know where life's going to take you. That's right. It is such an exciting journey and, and you don't know, you know, I mean, I I was just in tears last week before the today show thinking again, 15 years ago, I thought I had no future. And then here I am. And it is, amazing. So it's been really exciting. Yeah. You guys, how important is sleep temperature? It's everything to me. And this is where Chili Pad by Sleep Me comes in. Its mission is to elevate the quality of human life through cool sleep. The Chili Pad bed cooling system is your new bedtime solution. It lets you customize your sleeping environment to your optimal temperature, ensuring you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. ChiliPad works with your existing mattress. It's a water-based mattress topper that continuously controls your bed temperature from 55 to 115 degrees. It's designed for one or two sleepers. So if your partner likes to sleep at a different temperature or you only need it for one side of the bed, it still works. 
I just put this on top of my existing mattress and voila. So whether you're dealing with night sweats or simply seeking a better night's rest, Chili Pad is here to transform your existing mattress into a sanctuary of cool, relief, and comfort. Visit www.sleep.me slash FTL to get your Chili Pad and save up to $315 with code FTL. This offer is exclusively available for the love listeners. Only for a limited time. So order it today with free shipping and try it out for 30 days. You can return it for free if you don't like it with your sleep trial. So visit www.sleep, that's S-L-E-E-P, dot M-E slash F-T-L. Because every woman deserves to wake up feeling refreshed and ready to conquer the day ahead. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. All right. Tell us what books you are kind of workshopping in your head right now. You're, you're thinking on them. You're looking at the cover. You, they've caught your imagination. And we may see them on your Instagram feed in the next couple of months. Yes. Amanda Gorman's book, Change Things, her child's book. It's like gorgeous with like all these different colors. That's a big one on my radar. You know, I have all these ideas. Oh, I have a really fun idea for One Italian Summer by Rebecca Searle. Oh, Atlas of the Heart. I am so excited oh, yeah. to do that one. Yeah. That cover That's begging is begging for uh, I love that book. Yes. I cannot wait. Uh-huh. That red color, the heart, like you have so many places to go. Absolutely. That was like, I am doing that pie, whether I like the book or not. It's Brene Brown. Of course, I'm going to like the book. I, I mean, love the book. She's the but, queen. Exactly. So I was pretty safe there, but I was like, this is happening no matter what. Cause I love but the cover's one. gorgeous. Like gorgeous. It's, 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 gorgeous. A, it's art. It's it art. Is. So yeah. I'm so excited to work with it. I, I can't wait. Let's see. Ooh, what my bones knew. I think her name's Stephanie Fu. It, it looks incredible. Like it's just flowers and bone. It's really beautiful. Olga Dies Dreaming is also a really amazing cover. Yeah. Ooh, and the Black Girls Must Die Exhausted and Black Girls Must Be Magic. Those are two that are just gorgeous and floral and that I'm really excited to work on. Okay. This yeah. Is exciting. There's so lots of ideas. Point, what's your pace here? Like how often do you make one of these things? Probably every day at this point. Oh, um, oh you make one every day. Well, oh I, I don't always. I used to, for the last couple of years, it would be like one every month or something. Okay. You know, it, it kind of depends on my pace. I am 
in the process of trying to kind of really build up this business and show authors what I can do with their books and how I can help them. And so right now is kind of my my resume building time. So I'm really working on it like every day trying to really build this. But it kind of depends because some weeks are busier than others. And sometimes I get like one or two done and it just depends. I love your business idea. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Okay. We're going to wrap this up. Okay. Yes. I could talk to you forever. So I apologize. Same. Ramble, ramble. (laughs) All I'll do is scroll through your feed and I want to just keep talking about things. I love it. So, okay. This is a really fun series on pastimes, hobbies, creative outlets. It's just, I feel very energized by it. I think because I'm a creative, my medium is words, but this gets me going. So we're asking everybody in this series, these questions. All right. Here's the first one. So when you're not baking and creating your particular thing, what is your guilty pleasure activity like that you do to wind it down? I would say I don't have a cold stone creamery near me, but I love cold stone creamery. There's one on the other side of town and I am far too lazy to drive 30 minutes to get it. So I will door dash that. And it will come to me. And and then I will watch a British murder mystery, like Midsummer Murder or something. And I just sit there, I close the door, and that's that's probably it. That's like this really so how good. I mind. Yeah. That's <laughs> such a good answer. Yeah. My husband's like, you're door dashing ice cream. And I said, absolutely I am, because it is cheesecake and it has mix-ins. And I don't want to, you know, drive Why is this a question? Why is of this course a question? I am. Yes, exactly. I love that answer. Okay. In your niche, what is your, if you have to pick one, what is your must- have tool or gadget that makes it 10 times easier to do what you do. This is, you can't get rid of this one. Probably my exacto knife because it just, it's so sharp and gives me the, I can do anything with it. So definitely that I, uh-huh. I couldn't live without uh-huh. it. Yeah. yeah. Your stuff's so precise. Thank you. You can't yeah. just cut no, You can't just use knife. it. No, no. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's the last question. And actually ask everybody in every single series, this final question, you can answer this however you want to answer it. What is saving your life right now? I think besides books, probably I created this like power girl playlist on my phone to play when the days, like when I am feeling the, the questions or the doubts or the insecurities. And just to remind myself, like, this is, this is what we're doing. You've got this. And so probably that I play it a lot, really loud fight song by Rachel Platten. I mean, I just literally on all the time. And so yeah, I love it. Is this it. on Spotify? Can we look at it? Can we I, see I, it's your not playlist? on Spotify, but I could put it there. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's it's a good one. I mean, Beyonce's got so many. Just a bunch movies. of like female bangers. Like yep. I, we might need to share this. Yes, I would be happy to share uh-huh. it because it is it is keeping me going. It is absolutely yeah. everything. So uh-huh. yeah, I love it. I like that. I like Thank that you. so much. Okay. Now, if I haven't already made it real clear, about your Instagram feed. Can you tell my listeners where they can find you all the stuff, like where all things Stephanie are located? Okay. Instagram is the main place right now. I do have a teensy weensy TikTok account that has like two videos and I am working on getting there, but it's like, it's a technology. And by the way, everybody on Instagram, it's pie lady books. Pie lady okay. Books. Yeah. So, okay. And then Facebook, I am also Pie Lady Books. And I am currently working, a super talented friend of mine is designing my website and that should be up soon. And that will be pieladybooks.com. So that will be up and then people can kind of see more background stuff of what I'm doing and, you know, contact me through there. So, but right now it is Instagram is the best. 
And so let's just say that we have an author listening in and she's like, I want a pie in the commissioned in my book cover genre. And I want to pay Stephanie to do it. Is this where they find you? Absolutely. Via social well, they, media? Yeah. And they can email me at pieladybooks at gmail.com or message me on social media. And yes, and I would love to do it. It is such a huge passion of mine. Okay. I love this. I'm so happy to have met you. I just feel delighted and enchanted by you and what it is you're putting out into the world. And so I'm so happy for you. I really Thank am. You. I'm just Thank you. so happy that you found this like beautiful place of like life and joy. Thank right, you. Right yes, in your absolutely. own kitchen. Yep. Right in my own so kitchen. So fantastic. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for being on the show today. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Okay. If you haven't already, if I haven't just made it abundantly clear, go now to her Instagram account and follow her. I'm not even joking right now. I'm not messing around with you. Pie Lady Books, okay? And just see her incredible work. And I just was inspired by that, that just unbridled love and affection for creativity, the boundaries to put around the time it will take and the permission to do it. I love this. I love this. And I know that so many of you have so much inspiration and creativity, just like churning in your heart and in your mind. And I hope that you too will just make the decision to create room for it in your life. You deserve it. And even if it is simply for the love of it, that's reason enough. So you guys fun, 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 way, way more in this series to come. Just people that I'm inspired by and creators and makers and dreamers and innovators. And this is a really fun series. I'm really glad that we're doing it. And I love the people we've assembled for you. So don't miss any episodes. You can go subscribe to the podcast and it'll just always show up for you and you won't miss any at all. And then as always over at jenhatmaker.com under the podcast tab, we'll have the whole show. We'll have the show notes and we'll have links to everything the guest mentions, including all their socials and all their work. So you can always get everything you need over there. All right, you guys, me and the podcast team, we love you. We love bringing you fantastic episodes and amazing series and just the best guests on earth. So thanks for being the best listeners on earth. See you next week.